Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Good afternoon, everybody. Keith over here, broadcasting live from uh, Sunny Studios here in Pensacola, Florida. And I have on the other side of this uh, Skype line with us is Jennifer Rock and Michael Voss. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Hi, nice to be here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. So where are you guys right now in the world? We are in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, where um, it has just recently snowed, <laughs> and we are all looking forward to spring. <laughs> yeah, so uh, uh, first of all, we love technology, right? Because it allows us to connect with you guys so far away. But I, I asked that question because we have been watching the snowstorms just start you know, blasting the uh, the northern part of our continent here. Uh, last week here, it was, you know, 70 something degrees. And of course, you know, yesterday it's been 39 and 40. And so it's a little freak out for us because it was spring and now all of a sudden it's winter again. But, uh, we're with you and, and we feel for you having to dig out of snow before you go to work. (laughs) Exactly. So, um, all right. Well, let's tell, let's, let's talk about, um, you know, really what we like to do here is we want to hear your story and and that's what we want our our listeners to hear. So why don't you guys kind of start from the top and then we'll, we'll sort of get into the, the BS incorporated, which I'm absolutely falling in love with by the way. So. Oh, thank you. Whoever wants to take it away, go for it. Sure. So, um, Mike and I have a shared experience in our careers. We have been professional communicators for more than 40 years between us And uh, we have worked for companies of all shapes and sizes, from uh, startups to um, global Fortune 50 companies with 170,000 employees and everything in between. And uh, we worked together for about 12 years at Best Buy headquarters here in Minneapolis, where um, we realized that we we share not only the the same kind of work experience, but uh, the same kind of sardonic, cynical um, sense of humor. (laughs) And so uh, Mike and I um, struck out on our own about three years ago. We finished our first novel and we formed our own uh, communications agency. And it's just the two of us. And again, we work for companies of all sizes. And uh, we've been doing that, like I said, about two or three years now. Yeah. And so, and the name of the company is, which I think is just brilliant, is rock.voss. And that's D-O-T as opposed to the actual dot that goes in it, uh, or Voss, I'm sorry. And, uh, um, I just thought, well, that was really cool. And, and it took me a second. And I was like, oh, that, that's their last names. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's right. But very creative, obviously. So, um, okay. And, and so the novel that you guys are talking about is, uh, uh, BS Incorporated. And uh, why don't you give people sort of a just let's do an overview, because really, honestly, you don't know it until you read it. And I I promise you, nine out of 10 can probably relate to some of the struggles that the characters are facing. Sure. So uh, BS Incorporated is the mostly fictional story of (laughs) a giant Midwestern company that has grown big too big, too fast, and is now spiraling out of control. And we take you behind the scenes where you meet a group of smart, cynical, witty middle managers who are just trying to get through the day, wading through the bureaucracy and the jargon and just the absurdity of life in corporate America. And uh, ultimately, they figure out that uh, they are really the only ones who can save this uh, company that they love from itself. So I, I got to ask you, since you said mostly, let's. Uh, what inspired you guys to uh, put this together? Right. So, um, <laughs> you know, we we really wrote this book um, based on a lot of experiences that each one of us have had over the years, and uh, 
are we really set out to entertain other people in corporate America and make people feel a little less alone in their jobs and um, maybe for the crazy companies that they work for. But I can pinpoint the exact moment that we were inspired to write this book. And it was uh, a very, very long four and a half hour meeting, this project rollout where yeah, I'm, I'm sure you and others have been in meetings like this. No. Where in the middle of <laughs> You've got the executives at one side of the table and they're arguing over the font on some PowerPoint and project managers are, you know, playing Candy Crush on their phones. And Mike (laughs) and I were just trying to figure out what in the world our role was in this project. And uh, there came a point where we we escaped, almost literally escaped from this meeting. And we went to a, a bar in the shadow of these corporate headquarters and um, we started to swap stories as as well as cocktails. Mm-hmm. And um, and we uh, realized that we had kept some pretty copious notes between the two of us, the things that we had seen over our careers. And uh, we uh, we pinky swore at that point that uh, we would sober up and uh, and actually write a book. And that's what we did. So, uh, OK. And, and you did it in a very, very well uh, storytelling fashion. Um, so I commend you on that, because sometimes these stories don't always translate to uh, to writing into paper to where people can start relating to them in the at least in the way that I did. Um, I have lived <laughs> through a lot of these experiences, uh, both with startup companies as well as uh, larger um, corporate sides of, of things. And so for when I was reading it, it was it was it grabbed me because I was able to. Uh, to really kind of get into it and put myself there. Um, and, and that, that takes a lot to do. So congratulations. Thank you. Um, but, but let's face it. Uh, there's some lessons here to learn. Don't you think? Absolutely. And, you know, we, um, you know, again, this is, it is a fictional story. It is a novel. Um, uh, but we definitely wanted to layer in some themes that, that, um, people can take away and think about beyond, um, just the entertainment value of the story, you know, and, and one of those for us, um, is what we call finding your crew. And that's, um, literally within the book, the main character of Will Evans, who came up through this company in the warehouse, worked on a warehouse crew, um, and eventually kind of gravitates back to thinking about his team that way. But for us, finding your crew has has a larger meaning. And that's really about finding those kindred spirits in in the workplace, people who are going through the same experiences as you, people who view the world the same way as you, people who will have your back in any situation, go out to happy hour with you, laugh or cry um, with you as necessary to help you get through um, all the craziness and absurdity that we face in, in the day-to-day world. And for us, Finding your crew is really just about finding that work family. And that's what really uh, we feel is just really important for uh, for surviving business today. And, you know, I'll, I'll tag on to that, that um, we had a reviewer um, uh, pull a theme from the book that I think is and, and is just lovely. Um, she said that uh, she felt like the book was a love story to building and sustaining a company, which um, which I love. And and it's true. I mean, we've got some big themes in there about companies and how people um, run them poorly and how people mm-hmm. run them well. But, you know, it, it really boils down for us why we told a novel and why we told it in a way that wove in so much humor is that Mike and I are big believers in not taking yourself or your job too seriously. <laughs> and um, one of the big things that we wanted to get across here was you need to have fun at work. And, you know, most of us are not heart surgeons and we're not off, you know, saving lives. We are um, selling TVs or we are, you know, doing other things like, you know, in our Best Buy career where um, these aren't life and death situations. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to make fun of 
the things that happen, you have to make fun of yourself and you have to make use of those moments like happy hours and playing pranks on each other's and and finding again that work family that that um, will help you survive because sometimes on our worst days that's that's all we got yeah absolutely i, I would agree with you 100 percent. and i think uh one of the of the experiences that i think i can share with you is that there aren't enough of those um moments where the greatest concepts come to life right which are the happy hours or the downtimes or the the things that can be said within um what we call here we call them tribes right it's our tribe find a yeah, tribe absolutely. yeah and uh it's it are it's those moments especially um in the entrepreneurial sort of startup world that spark the next piece of innovation and there are a lot of companies that have forgotten that i, I would agree with you 100 percent. yeah com- I, I i completely agree with you it's um, the personal connections that you make uh, at, at any size of a company, that's definitely what um, what creates the the creativity and the trust that is often a springboard to being more productive and being a better company. And I, I agree. I think a lot of companies have forgotten about that. Mm-hmm. So what do you what, uh, OK, I'm curious, what is what is both of y'all's favorite parts to uh, to the BS Incorporated? Uh, Other so, than completing it, <laughs> um, you know that's a little bit like asking a parent which uh, <laughs> which, which kid's your favorite. Is their favorite, of course. Um, but certainly, we have we have some some segments that that we uh, we love quite a bit. And for me, it's when Will Evans, the our male protagonist, on his first trip back to the warehouse. Um, so he eventually, um, actually, when you meet him, he's already in the in the corporate world. He's a white collar employee. And he has kind of lost touch with his roots. And so he goes back um, to meet that his, his warehouse crew and where he began his career. And uh, things don't quite work out exactly the way he envisioned it. Um, they have a few sur- surprises up their sleeve for him. Um, and so at first, he's kind of shocked and disappointed that uh, that this group of people and this location has changed so much since he left. But I think it's a lot like what happens to all of us when we we have a picture in our head of what it's going to be like when we go home. And that's not always exactly the way it turns out, but sometimes, and certainly this is the case for Will, it's exactly what he needs. Right. So there's, there's, there's that, uh, the defining moment sometimes I think in your life where you turn the walk the other way and there's a feeling that happens where you just know when you come back, it's never going to be the same from this point forward. And, right. That's right. Uh, and I think a lot of that was portrayed it, as his character progressed through this book. He just, he, there was just a sort of no going back kind of theme, right? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. All right. So, Jennifer, what was your favorite part or one of your favorite parts? All right. So um, so I'll, I'll go to Anna. Uh, Anna Reed is our female character, and uh, we meet her on her very first day in this fictional company, which is called Business Solutions. That's where the, the title of the book, BS Incorporated, comes from. So, <laughs> sure um, it does. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. So... So Anna joins Business Solutions, and she is um, on the outside, ambitious and confident, and very much based on me um, very early on in my career. And uh, you know, you, the readers follow along with Anna as uh, as she gets to join the speeding train of a company, and all the weirdness of your first day, where you don't even know where the restroom is, mm-hmm. and you're figuring out the weird perks that they have for employees, and uh, all the jargon and all that stuff. And you know, there's a there's a, a moment in there and it's maybe a little subtle, but um, Anna wears these shoes on her first day that are too red and too flashy and too high. But uh, she wears them because 
they literally help her see eye to eye with the men she works with. And so it's really important for her to feel like a million bucks on her first day. And then by the end of the day, the shoes have cut into her feet and they're awful and she's hobbling along and she she ends up throwing them in the back of the car, probably never to wear them again. And, you know, that that's ripped from my real life headlines. I mean, I'm, you know, you don't you don't know me, Keith, but I wear ridiculous shoes most of the time. <laughs> I can vote for that. <laughs> However, um, it's more than that. It's actually a metaphor. It's um, for a lot of men and women in the workplace. We we do things. We present ourselves a certain way to try to boost our own confidence and be who we think people expect us to be in the workplace. And um, that can end up turning and, uh, and biting us in the end. Oh, absolutely. You're speaking my language. I think um, I think I'm with you 100 percent that you always you sometimes sacrifice who you really are. Uh, just to to get somewhere, and and there's so many things wrong with that philosophy. Uh, not yeah. only being portrayed from from the uh, employer's point of view, but also being accepted from the employee's point of view. So, um, it's I, exactly right. And you know that that's one of the things that happens in this story as well is that you know it's not only from an individual perspective, but also a, a company that mm-hmm. has lost its way and is you know trying to please that Wall Street beast and. Um, the company has become something that they aren't as well. So it's a, it's kind of a universal lesson. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. So, so what's been the reaction so far with the book? You know, we've been so fortunate, Keith, um, at, at the level of excitement and the reaction we've gotten thus far. Uh, we were named one of the 10 best business books of the year by wealthmanagement.com. And we're the only um, fictional book on that list as well. So it was uh, really fun to see our names out there alongside uh, Alan Greenspan and uh, Warren Buffett. So that was uh, <laughs> That's definitely a feather in the cap. <laughs> right. Which, uh, again, you know, we have no business being mentioned in the same breath as Warren Buffett, but we think we're funnier. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree. <laughs> Um, and we also enjoy, you know, a five-star rating on Amazon um, among all of our reviewers, from professional book reviewers to just individual readers as well. And and maybe the most gratifying aspect of that is when we we read those reviews or we hear from readers directly, and they say, "What did you guys do? Sneak into my company and take <laughs> notes because you're mirroring exactly what's going on in, on in my life." Or I had a first day just like Anna, or Will's story is my story. I grew up in this company and I love this company and, you know, I would do anything to help it succeed. So those are the things that are really the most uh, gratifying um, in terms of reactions to the book. Uh, And and I could, I could imagine. So Uh, you guys, the timing of this um, from the point where it came into my, you know, universal existence to just the world in general that I've been observing through the work that we do here is that there's a movement happening and there is a lot of relation to this stuff that's in the book that that people are starting to realize is not maybe the best way to run companies or that there can be um, purpose driven and and legacies left as opposed to just the transactional awareness of I've got to make a dollar today, right, to, to make a larger impact. And so for you guys to highlight it this way and to make some things to laugh about and for people to be OK with with some of the choices that were made and understand and correct from them. Um, is immeasurable. And I, I really think as much as this is just a book, uh, to me, you, you've, you've tapped into something so much bigger, right? And so much more that's going on in the world. Oh, thank you for that. That's, uh, that's really nice to hear. And, um, and again, you know, people, our readers have, have pulled different things from the book and it's always so rewarding for us to, to hear somebody pull a bigger theme like that out. I mean, 
like I said, Mike and I have had a lot of years in corporate America and we've seen a lot of things and we, we really wanted to tell a book that you could laugh out loud at, but mm-hmm. would also make you think and, you know, it makes you cringe a little too, but, you know, these are experiences most of us have had in the workplace. Well, uh, so what's next? Uh, I mean, is, are, we, are we talking part two? Or are we talking uh, movies and film? I mean, is, is this going to be a dissertation in my daughter's uh, uh, college class later? <laughs> you know, it's, uh, what's next uh, for yeah, you guys? That would be wonderful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be wonderful. We actually do have uh, some local university uh, speaking engagements lined up. Um, so we will definitely uh, draw some themes and lessons out uh, mm-hmm. for some students in those situations. But we are working on uh, the follow-up to the book. So we are going to go back to Business Solutions Incorporated, and we're going to hook back up with Will and Anna and the crew. And uh, we're really looking forward to revisiting these people and, and these places and this company. And uh, our readers are telling us the same thing. You know, get another one out there. So you can look for the follow-up. Uh, are you there? I lost you. Oh, sorry. Did you do uh, this? Yep, you're oh. there. Okay, you're good. You're there. <laughs> I got you now. Okay. So, so you wanted I, to go back and uh, uh, you were you were talking about the follow up. Yeah. So we uh, we are writing the follow up to BS Incorporated. We're going to go back to Business Solutions Incorporated. We're going to hook back up with Will and Anna and the crew and see what they're up to and see where the company goes next and where these characters go next. Our our readers have been asking for the follow-up, and uh, we expect to have it ready and on the shelf by about this time next year. Fantastic. Well, uh, you guys, that's great news, so I will obviously keep a lookout for it. Um, I told you as we'd spoken on the phone a couple of times previous that when I was done, I would definitely, we have a uh, community library here within the radio station. So your book has now officially been community libraried out, um, and it started to pass around some of our circles. So we're hoping to get uh, a little bit more momentum, and I know when they are done, I'm going to ask their opinion of it. So we'll have some more uh, notes to trade later. But um, oh, please. And we're honored to be part of your library. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Um, so I, I want to go uh, just a, in a little bit different direction. Tell me about how this has led. I want to know about your process of, of leaving the, the corporate America. And then you guys have started your own company uh, together. And I, I think uh, that so, says um, a lot about what you guys wrote about and and then where you are now, because you're going through the transformational process yourselves. It's it's very true. So um, about three years ago, we, uh, we made the move to, to leave a corporation and and strike out on our own. And there's a lot of reasons behind that. Um, You know, one was um, I think an important one for me personally is I'm a, I'm a learner by nature and Mm -hmm. I, I like to, um, get into different sizes of companies with different issues and and figure out what they need and offer solutions. I mean, that's um, that's really rewarding for me. And you, you don't get that over a dozen years with one company. Um, it gets to be a, a little repetitious. And so, um, so, yeah, we struck out on our own. We have our, our two-person communication agency. We work with small companies doing marketing and social media and uh, website design and things from a, a small company startup perspective. Perspective. And um, we also work with um, quite large companies, some of the actually most largest uh, global companies in the world um, we consider lucky to be among our clients. Um, and these are companies that need um, internal communications help. I mean, these are companies with 120, 170,000 employees, um, with distributed workforce across time zones and locations, and they need to get them inspired and informed about the mission of the company, the strategic direction of the company, mm-hmm. even things like, you know, policy and compliance changes and 
um, we help uh, those companies communicate with their employees in, in effective ways. And um, now I know I know what you're thinking, Keith, because you've read our book that <laughs> the consultants are villains in our book. And they are villains for a reason, and sure. and now we've become them. So <laughs> that's something we have had to personally recon- reconcile yeah. in our own minds. Um, that uh, we we we're some of the good consultants, um, not some of the evil ones. Mm-hmm. If you have read our book, okay. So well, let's talk about that for a second. So what separates the evil consultants from those that are really trying to uh, to do good? What do you what do you think are some of those characteristics that you guys have? Um, that can separate you from from the the portrayal of BS Incorporated. The biggest thing is we are very respectful of and very curious to learn about um, the existing company culture and what what those great elements are. Um, and, and really, our job as communication professionals should be to help strengthen the culture, or if if necessary, help, help shift that culture in the direction where the company's leaders need it to go. And what what we see with the consultants, and unfortunately, it's very often the large consultant firms, they can be culture killers. They come in with their um, you know set of solutions inside the box and on, on exactly how work needs to get done. They almost end up telling the employees of the company what to do and giving orders. And it can really just be um, harmful to the to the internal culture. It can really be a negative work experience for the people who work there and love that company. Um, and so that's that's the side of it that we make fun of in the book, and that's also the side of it that we are very careful as consultants to to not tread all over or disparage um, the company cultures of our clients who have worked really hard to establish them. Awesome, that's great, you guys. So, if anybody was interested in having you to uh, come in um, and do some consulting work, or just to find out some of the portfolio of things you're working on, where can we send them to? You could send us to our business website, which is rock.boss.com. Um, you can also get to our book website through there as well. We try to keep the two separate, probably for pretty obvious reasons. If yes. you've, <laughs> you've read the book. <laughs> yep. Um, not, not that we keep the novel a secret from our clients, but you know, there is a, there's a serious side of what we do and then there's BS Incorporated. So, um, we, uh, we definitely connect the two, but not, uh, not integrated. So, um, rock.boss.com is our website and you can find more about our business and our book from there. Well, that's great. Well, I want to thank you guys for both joining me today and, uh, obviously for sending us the copy of the book because it's brought some great, some great insight to, uh, to our world. Uh, where we live. And um, I wish you both the best of luck in the sequel. I will be looking for it. Um, and then if you guys will hang out for a minute, let me get us out of here. And then I- I'd like to continue some conversation if you have some time. That's Absolutely. great. Okay, fantastic. Well, give me just a second. So guys, you can find us at P. Cola Radio X on Twitter. You can find us at P. Cola VRX on Facebook. Or you can find us on our website at Pensacola.BusinessRadioX.com. And this has been Pensacola Business Radio, where business is good and your work matters.